Welcome, everybody, to the RuPaul Drag Race Recap Show. I am joined, as always, with my co-host, Daniel Brewer, and also with my co-host, Ms. Donna Sugars. Hello, everybody. Hi. Well, hello there, Job Tance. How are you this fine, fine morning? I am doing just well. For everyone listening, we just did about 15 minutes talking about gay porn gossip, which I think was probably going to be more compelling than anything we talk about on this show today. <laughs> but it's we not, are doing... We all love ourselves some dick. It's not true. I was um, outside. I was comforting uh, last week's evictee, Miss uh, Tempest, uh, whatever, Tempest Teapot. Lady. What was the fuck was her name? The, I see. I, she's the first person voted off, and I've already forgotten Tempest her name. Tempest du jour. Whatever. Tempest of the day. Yes, I was. I was having my Tempest of the day. Uh, yes, you were. And so this is the episode two recap show. Um, so as um, we uh, get into, sorry, someone's texting me. And it's really, really distracting me. When the, so what happens is the girls walk into the workroom, and um, what is the name of that Puerto Rican queen that she sang against, Donna? I feel you would know her name. Candy. Candy. Candy, sorry. Candy has to wipe off the quote, which the quote reads, you're never too old to dream. Aww. She was, uh, I know, they were very, very sad. And of course, Candy oh, had to say her uh, obligatory uh, mean thing about Tempest du jour. And then um, we the, we go into immediately the girls recapping what just happened on the episode. And then Violet Chachki, and I'm sure we're going to get right into this, comes down on Michelle Visage and feels Michelle Visage is full of hate. Daniel Brewer, what do you think? Do you think Michelle Visage is full of hate towards Violet Chachki. I think no. I, I think but Michelle, if she is filled with hate towards Miss Chachki, I think it is deserved. However, no, I don't think that Michelle was particularly hard on her any more so than she was on anyone else. In fact, I, I would say that probably she came down harder on uh, Candy Ho than she did on anyone else with that painted on beard. Yeah, no, there was definitely there was definitely some harder reads from Miss M- Michelle than what she gave to Violet, but I think Violet just wanted to... I think when you put them in this position, it's like, well, how do you think it went? There are people who just, like, create this manufactured drama to, like, get more airtime. Yeah, one of the things things I didn't know, and I don't know if you guys heard this or not, there was a full kind of like a not a director's commentary because it was Alaska and Bianca but they did a a full commentary over the first episode um so that it was available on newnextnow.com last week so it was basically here's the entire episode of RuPaul Drag Race playing in the background while Alaska and Bianca talk about it and one of the things that they talked about was the fact that Michelle is always harsh on everyone that she will keep it real she will always start out by complimenting something and then immediately going in and like hitting something she's like she she does not hold back she's like Ru is very diplomatic and you know the other ones are you know hit or miss but Michelle will always you know catch you on whatever it is she's, you think you're going to go like, yeah that you will you know she's going to call, call you out on whatever so it's like for for Miss Chachki to think that she is uh you know harder on her than the rest is bullshit right yeah well, also, I think Violet is just not used to people. I mean, she's a pretty queen. She's young. And I think she's just used to people just always flattering her. And she probably just thought she would waltz in. Right. And, but I mean, the, the bitch well, already won. She won. Who just wa- waltzed in and thought she was going to be pretty. I mean, right after that comment, you've got Miss Fame sitting there going, Well, do you think you should have won? And she just kind of made that little face and was like trying to like be diplomatic about it. But no, that bitch right. thought she should have won. But oh, she yeah. did. The face. Right. Didn't, didn't Chachki win? Chachki yeah, Violet Chachki won, and yeah. she's still bitching. Yeah, that's the thing. Anyway, she was still bitching, but it's like honestly, you have, Miss Fame really thought like that she was better. It well, yes, yeah. it, it was just funny. What do you guys think of the mini challenge? So the mini challenge this week was 
stupid. The pit crew. Yeah. So it was so basically, what is, yeah. It's basically the spit, the pit crew coming in with leaf blowers, and then you pose for photos in front of them, and then they take slow motion photos. I didn't get what the point of it was, really. Well, here's the thing. And what was the point of Moby being there? <laughs> For those of you who haven't watched the episode oh yet, oh my god, first of was all. that Moby? Yes, oh, it was. Like, sh- Moby it walks was, in oh. with a pair of goggles over his glasses and then stands in front of a leaf blower and then leaves. There was no point to the whole thing. I don't know why he was there. Does he have yeah, a and he, he wasn't there later for the show. They didn't plug anything he was doing. He didn't say, "I'm a fan of wait, the show." Wait, wait, it was does, just like, does Moby still do stuff? I don't. It's like, was he there because like 2000 called and wanted to talk to him or something? Maybe, uh, maybe he thought Eminem would be there and they could get in a fight. Again, well, so I don't obviously, know. I it's it's obviously maybe a little young for me because I'm not a huge Moby person. But did he do something with a leaf blower that we should be aware of? I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't Hold know on. anything about Moby. Let's ask Google. Let's Here, Google that. Type, yes, I'm you go type ahead. Google and leaf blower and see what happens. You go ahead and do that. So Moby. I think, but this whole challenge, I think, really favored the bigger queens, right? Because they have more skin and stuff to jiggle around with the stuff because that seemed to be who won right who won was By that the way the uh, oompa loompa lady one and who was the oh, other and, but one but that... trixie mattel yeah well she's well she's got big cheeks now here, now here's the thing i want to point something out i don't know if you guys saw this but did you see miss fame's teeth during the leaf blowing competition they put the gif up on logotv.com so maybe you guys can pull that up if you want to but look everyone's teeth uh, their teeth are normal, but Miss Fame has like some serious drama, bad, stereotypical British teeth thing going on. Well, you guys looked it up. I wanted to bring up something but earlier someone too. Someone had like someone had like meth teeth, which was which was yeah, painted, no, painted on. Miss, oh, mean, really? That what it was? Check yeah, those, it out. Those I, aren't I, real. But where do I find this? I at LogoTV. LogoTV.com. The GIF is there. Now I want to couple, go, go back to a couple of things while you guys do that. Is earlier when they walked during the workroom part, Sasha Bell told Pearl. That Pearl is one of her biggest competitors. And I was like, "What, bitch?" I was like, "Everyone is your biggest competitor. Every single, every person on that show, Moby is a bigger competitor to <laughs> Sasha Bell. That like everybody is a competitor to Sasha Bell. She's so weak, right?" And the other thing we well, need to talk about. She said it on the runway. She said it on the runway the previous day, the fr- previous episode. Yeah, in the confessional, she says, I didn't want to tell Pearl, but I see her as one of my biggest competitors. It was a strategy she was using. Yeah, she was doing saying, it to create drama so that she had more TV time. That's the only reason she even brought it up to Pearl. Yeah. It, um, this is typical TV. I mean, this bitch has watched the show, and she's playing that. I mean, she's playing the game. Now, in fairness, maybe Pearl just had some really bad wigs, and she thought she was on the same wavelength. Yeah, or something. maybe it was. The other thing we need to talk about, again, right before the mini-challenge, do we need to get into uh, how Miss Fame and Trixie Mattel were cuddling up to each other right before the mini-challenge? <gasps> that They were all over each I other. I will pay money for that porn. That's, oh, that was uh, Trixie Mattel and Miss Fame all snuggling up to each other like, yes, honey, I will watch that. I will pay $5 for that. I will be happy. You may charge my credit card nineteen ninety five a month for me to watch that. Oh, yes. right. For some reason, Miss Fame doesn't do it for me, but Trixie Mattel, who looks like a young Brian Singer, does kind of do it for me. I'm not going to lie. So you would only pay ten ninety nine. dollars You could just block out uh, the other one. Just block oh, out Miss Fame. Oh, my God. I realize as you say it, young Brian Singer is the perfect description of him. Yeah. Oh, my God. As soon as you said it, I'm like, Oh, oh, bitch. <laughs> yes. Trixie Mattel is young Brian Singer. 
perfect. Whatever. Yeah, love Trixie Mattel. Still love Trixie Mattel. No, um, wait. Brian Singer was a good looking guy. You can't, okay. you, you can't take that is. away from him. Right, yeah, fine. he still is. So the mini challenge I thought was stupid, but our winners were the Oompa Loompa and, uh, and Trixie Mattel. Otherwise known as Ginger Minge Ugh. and Trixie Mattel. Right. Now, it, go ahead. RuPaul. Yeah. Like, did, like, I can never see RuPaul jump through a hoop like this. And I know she always says, well, I had to pay my dues. And she always says that at times when I'm like, you had to pay your dues? Like, you had to do a photo shoot where someone took a fucking leaf blower and made you like, <laughs> like, when the fuck did you have to do something stupid like this? Are you out of this, this many ideas where you're like, oh, God, these you're at World of Wonder and the Mexicans are pruning the lawn outside the window. And you're like, God, I can't think of any ideas. That fucking leaf blower. Oh, like it's like they're just they've run out of shit at this point they're throwing a dartboard at this point it's like south park and manatees are putting balls and that's what they're deciding the challenge is <laughs> that is an obscure south park reference all right cool uh yes the simpsons uh who writes the uh no who writes family guy this is the manatees with the balls right uh the <laughs> Uh, the, the mini challenges are anyway. So the, then, what basically had to happen, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Batanz, is they yeah. had to split up into two teams. So you think, yes, this is going to be a team challenge. Ginger Minge is captain of one team, and Trixie Mattel is captain of the other team. And what they ha- what they are posed with, they're going to do some sort of lip sync, but it was a different kind of lip sync. What was it called again? It was like um, it was for Glamazonian Airways. But it, no, it yeah. was it was a combination was... lip sync spoken word challenge. Which yes, is... spoken word lip sync. That's and I heard exactly someone I heard someone today mention that it was like it was really kind of an homage to lip synca, which does that often her yes. in her act where she will have a mashup of things where she does speaking parts from movies as well as then go into a song and and whatnot. But it was done that as a group. She's genius at that. She is. Absolutely. Yeah, and these people were not. But they did this as a group, and uh, and so, but it was not a group challenge because it, it turns out they were actually judged individually. But that's not important. So they got into their two groups. So go ahead, Joe Batanz. Yeah. So they go in their two groups, and then Trixie and Ginger choose. Now I was watching the show with my cousin Richard and my other cousin Natalie, and I kind of tapped Richard's knee when this was going on. And I said, "Notice that Trixie's only picking the white bitches." <laughs> like you could, I could tell right away. I'm like, "Oh wow, Ginger's picking." Look, people of color and Trixie was only picking the white bitches and I was like what is going on with that right yeah I have Which it right we- here uh, Ginger selected Sasha, Jasmine, Kasha Caden Ken- and Kennedy and was stuck with Candy and yeah. Trixie selected Pearl, Miss Fame, Katya, Max and Violet which we later learn in Untucked that Trixie tried to say that oh that's because all Ginger kept stealing the girls of color before she's she could choose them. You're like, no, she. What, you got other choices. Well, I think what she wanted, she wanted the one. She wanted Kennedy because she didn't want the big. Uh, what was her name? Who's the 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 one with the studded hat that's always talking? The Dior. The yeah, kind of fierce Dior. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. pick her either, and I was certainly wouldn't pick her. Pick that linebacker in a dress, whatever her name is, Jasmine Sum. Uh, but Ginger picked her before. I mean, they left uh, Violet Beauregard or whatever her name is, and uh, oh really? And uh, and the one with the beard, they left them for the final two. Well, yeah, no, but nobody wants to pick the one with the beard because Michelle would be all up in her shit. It's like a girl. It's like this is literally right after that other challenge. It's like, oh wait, so I'm supposed to believe that you went home to your hotel room last night and learned how to contour overnight? It's like, no. If I have you on my team, you're immediately a strike against me because you're the one that painted on that five o'clock shadow. So it's like, of course, but I wouldn't. I'll tell you right now, Violet being one of the last two to get picked. You know she was pissed. Oh, she was fucking plotting deaths. She was so even when she got chosen. That's probably the first time that's ever happened. Mm -hmm. 
What you, you did you see her eyes? Did you see her roll her eyes when she did get picked? Like, because mm, she was when she was next to last, so at least she wasn't the last one getting picked. And she was like trying to cop an attitude, like I'm better than that one bitch over there. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, look, here's the thing: is uh, you know that because even when she made a face, even when um, when Trixie picked her. She was like, eh. Like, she did that, like, gross, like, dumb yes. white girl face where she's like, eh. Like, she, she got picked. Ugh. I, which, which leads to my next point. So now they break up into their teams. They go into the workroom. They're working shit out. And Violet and Trixie get into it right away. Like, Trixie. Remember Trixie's, like, not giving, like, I can dance, sort of. And, like, doing these weird-ass lines. And so one of the things I want to get to, and this is my whole reality TV show theory, is, to me, Violet is being clearly set up as the villain so early that one, I think she's going to be around for a while. And two, I'm telling you, episode six, episode seven is going to be some sort of breakthrough, like on Untucked, where like her mom calls in and she breaks down in tears. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's like a good person. Because I just, just want a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all the girls support her and then I'm she's nice. I'm just so hungry. I'm hungry and I need I'm me a sandwich. I'm purging every time I binge. <laughs> I have the tiniest weights in drag race history. Anyway, because don't you don't wait, you think no, it's wait is she the one that's doing it? You've seen the commercials. Who's coming out in the extreme censure? Probably who's her. doing it? I oh, it might be milk. her. Yeah, I thought it was milk. Maybe I don't oh, know. I don't Who know. Move along. Move along. So anyway, so so there, there's something going on with it. I think she's just so obviously the villain right now that there has to be some sort of change. Because where else are you going to take this? Okay, so then we go to the G- team Ginger. Right, we see that she's. I actually think she's a. No, this is where I'm gonna. This I know you guys hate Ginger Minge. I don't like. We see her that she's actually a pretty good team leader. Here's the right? thing. Here's the thing. In the main show, yeah. And I told you this. In the main show, I'm fine with Ginger. It's like in the main show, she's not that bad. It was in that second episode of Untucked where she which really we'll get to. right, which we'll she get really to. showed her true show. So when I texted you that message and said I fucking hate Ginger Minge, it was after that Untucked episode. It was not after them. Main show wise, I think you know she's they're editing her well. Yeah, because even the be- the worst edit they can do because they were trying to build up the drama there, it was fucking uh, that Sasha Bell was the only one who had to like, oh, she didn't pick me for this, and I wanted to be that, and you're like, well, because you're horrible. <laughs> You're a crazy person. I had a wig. I had a wig just for that that I haven't combed. Yeah, and they gave it to Mrs. Kasha Davis, who was great, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, So then Rue comes into the workroom. She goes to visit Team Trixie. Here's what's really funny, and I don't know if you guys caught this, and I don't know if you could cue this up, Dan. I don't even know what minute point it's at. But when Rue goes to Team Trixie, in the background, Team Ginge is doing the funniest sync dance behind her with their head it looks so bizarre because almost like a photo bomb because they're in the back and they're like banging their heads in sync with their hands um it was very very funny uh richard and natalie pointed out but even um, if i could cue this up this is not a video podcast so no one would be able to see it's it. not no why did i get all dressed up Whatever. okay dressed so up then- by putting on a t-shirt <laughs> Girl, that is dressed up for me. It's from my uh, uh, Chaz Bono collection that I have going. Okay, so now we go into the rehearsal with Jamal Sims. Now, here's the thing. Rue announces that they're rehearsing with Jamal Sims. Can somebody enlighten me? Who the fuck is Jamal Sims? He's that guy. He's that guy that was there. 
He's she, a they choreographer, were... and it's one of those things that, like, when she announces who it is, you know, <laughs> right before they film it, they say, when we say the name of the person that you're doing it, yeah. please, yeah. please no, be no. Kind Now, Donna, of... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a moment. This is a teaching moment. Donna Sugar's yeah. potential uh, uh, contestant for season eight. Yeah. I'm now going to tell you, when you go into this challenge, the yeah. person that is going to be judging you is... Uh, Fiona Felkler. Okay, uh, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do Fiona, it. No, Fiona okay. Felkler, legendary actress Fiona Felkler. Okay. Please, oh my God. please. Now, here we, here we, now, now Donna, okay. here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna film your reaction. So okay. we need your cutaway in your diary room now. So this is the Fiona Felkler. You're about to meet her. Go. Oh my God, girl, I love this bitch. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Let, let me try. Let me, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Okay. 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 Go you're going to be go going ahead. into rehearsal. Daniel, you do it too. Like you're one of the girls. Ready? Okay. okay. Guys, you're going to be going to rehearsal right now with our extra special guest judge from Different Strokes, Conrad Bain. <gasps> oh my God, Mr. Drummond. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the only one old enough to know who the fuck that is. <laughs> It is all oh, they'll do like some random ass person like that. They'll be like Dick Van Patten. Whatever. And they're like, oh, Dick Van Patten. Oh Girl, God. by season eight is gonna be we dug we we exhumed the body of Dana Plato and she's here <laughs> to like judge this particular <laughs> It'll be amazing. All right. So uh, there we go. Yeah, by the way, Donna, that was not good enough. As your coach, as your RuPaul drag okay, race coach, okay. well, you need to, but, here's the two sins that you committed. Number one, it, you need bitch. to, you need to repeat her name. Fiona Felkler. You can be like, oh my God, Fiona Felkler. She Fiona is legendary. Felkler. You know, it's like you just have to oh, always okay. repeat their so, name because they're going to so use your voice as the voice tip. Right. Repeat Remember, drag race name. tip. When they ask you the diary room questions, when you mention actual elements from the show, you will be used in the show as a narrative because they don't use the producer's voice, right? So it's like for yeah. you to sit there and say, oh my God, Fiona Feckler is my, my hero and I love her, then you're going to be the one that's going to Yeah, that's my favorite part to you yeah, when they'll be that. Though. Yeah. Like Just as long be. as they don't ask a follow-up question like, do you know who that, what she's from? Oh, I feel they tell them. They, yeah. I feel oh, like they sure go that. like, oh my God, I loved Mr. Drummond on different strokes. Just because who the fuck knows who this choreographer dude was? Seriously. Yeah, they, but, they but, you see, like, but you see how last season and the season before they kind of read some of the stupid girls where it was like when the one girl said black horse and like they have like the fucking, you know, some production assistants in the background. You, you mean dark horse? <laughs> girl, oh. that is just not on my alley. All right, move on. What's next? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So the first okay. team, the first team to rehearse with Jamal Sims is Team Trixie. And once again, we have Violet Chachki with her fucking attitude just being all up. Like she doesn't like, oh, I'm, I can't do this and I can't do that. And then d oh, I will say really? this. That was your takeaway from that? Because to me, it was the whole Miss Fame, I can't move my hips was the. Oh, was the we'll get to that. that. We'll get up to that. But the reason I get into this is my favorite part was during the confessional. When Pearl reads Violet and she flutters her eyes for like five seconds, oh my god, I was like in love. I was like, I, I need to marry Pearl. I love Pearl. But I can't you. imagine Pearl reading uh, Violet Chachki. Well, that was her. But just, but just, all, but just by fluttering her eyes, that's what she did. She was just like Violet Chachki, I flutter, and that was it. Because and she I was eye like, fluttered because she was so fucking. She's going through withdrawal. She couldn't talk. <laughs> she's going through withdrawal. She's got the DT. She's doing. This is this is uh, this is uh, seriously. Pearl is the one who's like big walk into the room introduction on episode one was sup. <laughs> 
Was that Ginger thing? No, that was her. That was it. Wasn't that Pearl came in? That was, like, was Pearl. Sup? Yes, with her I little robot she's, chin she's that she had. All right, go she's ahead, hot. go ahead, she's move hot. along, move but on. But let's get on. The Miss Fame cannot shake her ass for anything. I cannot dance, and I could shake my ass better than Miss Fame. And well, also, and in well, okay. in Jamal Jamakla or whatever his name was, was sitting there going like a girl, Sims. a girl's hip doesn't move that way. I'm like going, nobody's hip moves that way unless you had a replacement. That's just that. I don't know what she's like. She looks like one of those old diner signs that makes the, like the little hip move in that little sharp way, <laughs> like she's some kind of. Donna, you were gonna say something. Well, they brought up the fact that like wasn't okay. Didn't Ginger the one that brought up the fact that? Miss Fame is a fashion girl and she's not a performer. Yes. Was that, and, and that, I mean, that calls into question, like, I mean, and, and of course they're trying to read her. They're trying to get some kind of drama with her, but she is. She's, she's like, I'm here. I look pretty. I don't, she's not, she's not a dancer. She's not a performer. I don't think she goes to nightclubs and gets up on stage and lips. No, no, she doesn't. And a matter of fact, what's her name? Linebacker in a dress was trying to read her on that. But I would I would submit to you that they're very you know that drag is a very diverse community right you don't just yeah. have to be the person that MCs the show to be a drag queen but I think Miss Fame's whole thing is that she's been paid to show up at nightclubs and look glamorous which but, to but, me but, just sounds like girl you just had some kind of you know so sugar let's just dash. let's jump to that what 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 Donna's talking about happens in the workroom later on when Ginger throws shade at Miss Fame and says I know you're not a performer performer right. and then Team Ginger starts picking on her it seemed really really mm -hmm. weird like. It did One, because linebacker in a dress is like, yes, you haven't been up on stage before and you've entertained people like the drag queens are supposed to do. <laughs> there was, a, <laughs> there was sorry, a lot. I can't do a horse. I, try, I was trying real hard. <laughs> there was a lot going on there because I felt that some of the people started getting into like weird, like making fun of you because you're black territory. Yeah, it was. I think we're at the point, like I see, like I talk about me going on that show. If I were to go on that show as is right now, I would get read up and down. Oh, you've never gone to a club and gotten up, gotten up on stage? It's like, no. I'm a fucking internet performer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm a podcaster. I talk to people. I entertain people online. I don't, and and, and it's like, oh, well, you haven't lip synced. You haven't gotten up on club. It's like, yeah, and? You know, yeah, you, and, and here uh, and now here's your, here's your here's your RuPaul coaching session. So your reply to that is yes, but like people from around the world often like come up to me and have their photograph taken with me. How about you? It's just like, yeah. Daniel for the next I episode. Mean, yes. People listen to me yeah. in uh, 127 different countries. That's right. I, many, I speak 15 different, different languages, bitch. Anyway, well, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Daniel, I'm for the next I'm an internationally renowned celebrity online, okay? <laughs> what are you? A local girl who sings at your local bar? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Daniel, for yes. your next for the next show, you need to get those like weird sound effects that they use, like the like the like the like the if they're like weird percussion instruments that they play during <laughs> dramatic moments. And we need to just play them. You know, okay. we'll reenact them. Now um Oh I my God, to... us reenacting scenes from the shows. Oh, yes. oh my God, yes. Dramatic um, readings. What about our favorite Jaden Dior Fears? And remember what, during her rehearsal with Jamal Sims, she's like, um, there was something wrong with her foot or something like that or her knee? I don't like to make excuses because <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm one of those people that I'm heels. not one of those people that does that. And I hate it when people do that. However, I have had extensive surgery on both of my knees and yeah. my back fat. And it has caused me not to be able to move in a fluid method. 
Myth. <laughs> so back in the workroom, I wanted to call out a moment that seems so producer engineered, but with when Violet, Trixie, and Miss Fame start swapping picks all of a sudden, like they're trying to get ready for this show, and like this yeah. is a good time show now. Show like, your husband. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then just, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care about your husband. And then they never even showed the pic of the husband. And yeah, then they, they were like, Oh yeah, they did. He's, they he's did. adorable. He's yeah, adorable. Oh, was he? You saw I the picture of his husband. Okay, that's every fucking show though. Like even like okay, one of my other favorite shows. I love Face Off. You guys, if, I don't know if you guys watch it. It's all about makeup. I love Face Off. I do. I like that one too. They have it on there too, where it's these manufactured moments where it's like, oh well, I need the money because my son's sick. It's like that kind of shit that every show does. It's exhausting. Right. It is. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, I just, I just no want to, family. I just want to show you this real quick. This, the picture of my mom that. Uh, I have here. He's, oh, that you're going to really show the no, picture of your mom. I'm, I'm trying to get this stupid song. Oh, play. wait, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, what's the story with your mom? She's beautiful. Oh. She's she's sick and she, <laughs> she needs a new kidney. And oh, I'm here on honey. RuPaul's Drag Race because I want, to, I want to make sure that she gets a kidney. Oh, honey, she'll be okay. <laughs> well, oh, Michelle Vassar sold her kidney. <laughs> A hundred thousand dollars would get would get you a kidney and enough to fix your grill. Too bad Girl, Mac Cosmetics pulled out. Just go out there with your spaceship suit and carrying a fishing rod with an alien attached, and you're going to win that money for your mom. <sighs> yes, no, I did. The, the, the producer uh, produced moments. You can smell them a while away. I don't know why they put them yeah. into shows anymore. Because there's multiple camera angles. But it doesn't matter. I mean, like, how? Like they this is 2015, right? This is 2015. Everything on fucking television is a reality show. We are all hip to these little tricks. Why are but they here's still the thing. I think them? I think this is a new thing because they've taken. They've taken it out of Untucked now because Untucked doesn't do that anymore. You can tell, right? So they've they've they used to save those moments for Untucked for the Gold Room, you know, whatever. You see, the and whole so, point is Untucked was supposed to be raw and gritty, and it got so fucking hokey. Yeah. And after last season's, like, you took away my moment. And yeah. This is my moment to cry. <laughs> it's like really, like you just went on television. And just pretty much laid out reality television. Well, let's talk about this right now because I, I really do feel I kind of like Untuck now. I think it's good the way they're doing it. You know, I, I got to make a confession to you guys. I yeah. never watched Untucked until this year when it was on YouTube. Oh, so I have girl. never, I have nothing oh. to compare it to. I have oh. no. I was deep. I was deep into Untucked. Me too. I was all about it. I was I I read in I read in between the lines. Me too. I loved it. Like when you got to like season was it season three when you had people getting fucking hammered drunk <laughs> what was the season with manila uh, i don't know was it i think the season oh that was manila, season four that the season with manila luzon and all them they used to get fucking yeah. hammered and you're just like oh that bitch is drunk oh she's feeling herself over there girl Ooh, and and oh it was it got so good yeah and then it just got real deep real campy like, too it got real campy. It was like, it was bad performance uh, art. Manila Lazan was best known as the runner-up in the third season of RuPaul's Oh, Christ. third okay, season, so sorry. Season three, which is funny because the rumors are that it is because of that season that you only get one drink per room. 
Oh, they look at Donna. They used a limited supply of alcohol, but because she got hammered drunk and had to go out there and lipstick for her life and put a foot <laughs> and I guess just was a little drunk and tipsy on stage, they said one drink per room. Now, wasn't this is back when it was the Absolute Illusions Lounge, yeah. whatever, right? When it this was sponsored by Absolute, right? Yes, this is back oh, when they put a little effort interesting. forward. So anyway, Daniel, uh, it's a lot grittier now than it used to be, for the, especially the past couple of yeah, I, like I really it's just like, like it. They threw some couches in some corner of the studio. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. And I wanted to, because you said earlier, you know that uh, that maybe they're losing cachet, which is why they've put Untucked on on YouTube. I think it's a oh. genius move to put it on YouTube because, quite honestly, YouTube has a much larger audience than Logo does. Right? Logo TV is available on a lot of cable systems, but it's available on almost no cable systems in HD. So it's like if you want to see RuPaul's Drag Race other than a shitty SD, you either either have to pay for it on Amazon Prime or on Google, you know, the next day, or you have to like subscribe to like DirecTV or somebody that has a logo HD feed, which is not that common. Like Comcast doesn't carry it, Time Warner doesn't carry it, um, at least over here in the East Coast. Um, so it's like getting a logo HD channel is very difficult to find. Um, so. By taking this and putting it on YouTube, A, it gets to be an HD, which means you get to have a much better thing. You don't have to do any censoring, right? Because they can say fuck. They can say they don't have to like bleep out or they don't have to spend any kind of extra editing yeah. moments doing that stuff. And it's completely sponsored by Squarespace, which means that Squarespace is paying for the, you know, pretty much all the production cost of that. And it shows viewership numbers, which are higher than Logo's actual viewership, right? It's like, yeah. When you think about this, most people nowadays is like the internet just has a broader and wider reach. There's like a lot which, of these really niche cable channels just don't have that many viewers. Which you say that, and I was thinking about this since I saw episode one, is the fact that I love going on YouTube and watching old uh, Lip Sync for Your Lives because mm -hmm. there are oh, some yeah. classic ones, but none of them are released by Logo. Frankly, World of Wonder has their channel, Rag Race has their channel, right. whatever these different channels are. They should, even if they're not airing the whole episode, these, if you want to watch the whole episode, you have to go to Logo TV or you have to go to Logos and actually have cable and whatever. But the Lip Syncs, they should be putting just the lip syncs HD, get it on YouTube. Because that could be a rights thing and they don't want to pay for it. Right. It could be a rights thing, but they are not playing the whole song. They obviously don't do the whole song. But at the same time, I would rather pay the rights and watch it there and so that they get more people watching it than watch someone who put their phone up to the TV and recorded it. And now <laughs> yeah, that's been right. loaded onto YouTube. Yeah. See, Daniel, I mildly disagree with you. I don't think I think that's what eventually happened. I kind of think World of Wonder was like, now you got to pay us X number of dollars for Untucked, and Logo was like, no, and Logo was like, okay, we'll, well just take it on the internet. Can we can we at least can we at least read between the lines here and assume that Logo and World of Wonder have a hostile relationship, right? I kind of think they do. I mean, they do. I mean, it's just there's no. I mean, you you read the things that they say against you know last year when when they had a problem with the uh, the shemale stuff. And it's like RuPaul, you know, refused to apologize or refused to be contrite about it in any way, shape, or form. She was she just like refused. Yeah, she was just fuck you, whatever. <laughs> Which was, you know, just such a silly, stupid thing. It's like honestly, that the whole, you know, logo overreacted by pulling it out completely because in the scene, right in the context. I'm sorry, I'm going to go there just for a moment. But in the context of which they were using she male, it was offensive. In the context of showing male, you know, body parts and saying, is it a, you know, is it a, a, a he male or a she male, right? 
that is offensive calling, you know, a, a transsexual a shemale. But in the whole, like, you've got shemale, which is just a play on the word email, which is just a rhyming thing, that is not offensive. And if you can't make that nuanced distinction between the two, whereas one, you're actually offending a group of people, and the other one, you're just playing on words, it's like, if you can't make that nuanced, uh, you know, determination between the two then you're just being obtuse but so logo pulling back like you're not going to use the word shemale at all was an overreaction but rupaul's reaction to the we're going to use shemale in whatever fucking way we want to was also a, a, a overreaction i think we had just like two you know overreactions Whoa, both you know, really bashing heads know, probably the thing other. that 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 put <laughs> Rue and Logo on a was the comment about how who's keeping the fucking lights on. Right. That that tweet was probably my favorite. But what I will say when it comes to Logo is just because we've seen this with other shows. Logo is one of those because they're run by they're owned by a larger corporation. If they're not seeing and uh, returns on investments, they're not going to continue with the effort. They cancel so many shows that were original programming that they came out with that were good and could have been more, but they didn't give them the funding they needed. They didn't give them the time to build up what they wanted to be, and then they just canceled them when right. they were stupid. Well, Look you... at one of my favorite shows, The Big A Sketch Show, that was great season one, slowly devolved into shit because they kept cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and were refused yep. to go be be gay and be edgy and do something crazy. They were trying to play up to a fucking hetero audience. That's Logo. Sorry. No, well, and, Logo's... And, uh... Logo's owned by Viacom, so they yes. obviously have a parent company that's sort of like evil as it is. But let's move on. Let's okay. move on. We've gotten into the yeah, mire of, I mean, of. We could. I mean, I could really fucking just sit there and read Logo. <laughs> no, no. So let me do, let me just let me just make this TV my left hand. Right. Okay? Let me just make let me just make this one final point. When you yeah. go to YouTube and look, like a week ago when Untucked, ver you know, episode one was posted on YouTube. So it's been up for a week and it has mm -hmm. you know <clears throat> two hundred and fifty thousand views, which is actually more viewers than Logo has ever had. So it's just kind of like I, it's, it's, probably, it's yeah. you know. Oh, and final subject, final thing on the whole thing with logo and Gmail and all that. I'm a transvestite. Look it up, bitch. Trans rights, <laughs> transvestite rights. Okay. Okay. Because Ooh. I know Donna's going to have a lot to say about this. Let's get into the main stage challenge. The so main stage. Do, should we have like little like uh, things? Bum bum bumpers. Bum bum. Bum 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 bum. bum. Okay. So I have this question mostly for Donna, but let's yeah, talk about... I was just about... waiting for it. da 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 da, da. Yeah. It's like, okay, where are we going? Then? Let's okay. talk about RuPaul's entrance. I felt she looked stunning. Donna, this is going to be your regular... When did she ever not look stunning? I love that purple dress. I yeah. love... Wait, wait, wait. When did she ever not look like, last week on the nude yeah. entrance when she came out in basically a printed leotard? It was like, that was just like some kind of printed fabric leotard. That's become a thing. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a good look last week, but yeah. this week she made up for it. This dress was was stunning. The wig was obviously perfect. Uh, that bitch's makeup is always flawless. I mean, I, I've yet to ever see her come out without flawless makeup. It's it's she's a vision. But I love the okay. I love when she talks to the guest judges because it's always like like she's trying to be funny and coy, and then she's like. She'll say something funny, and then the judge will just be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here." Well, what is what is Olivia Newton-John supposed to say to that? You know, like, "Ah, this joke again about Greece." You know, 
<laughs> it was just like, Greece. Let's name all of the things. That, let's name every bad uh, song <laughs> from Greece. And then Michelle even trying to rescue it by can't we say Xanadu or something that was at least an Olivia Newton John song instead of like only going with the Greece song? I mean, come on, let's get physical. Yeah, well, no, she didn't even go there. Um, okay, so let's talk about the first team came out and did their. What was the name of the airline again? A uh, Glamazon Airways. Glamazon Airlines. Uh, team Trixie. So the first thing we do is we see Katya come out, who you guys love, and did that long spoken word lip sync monologue. Hold on, hold on. When did we fucking foot in it? I don't think. I don't think we love Katya. I liked Katya. You said I you liked. Her to win. No, no, no. Like. I said Trixie Mattel. I wanted her. To win. I liked Katya's character, or whatever. But yes, mm-hmm. she fucked that up badly. Yes. I, I love Katya, but yeah, it was bad. It I've was only bad. heard it once, and I guarantee you I could lip sync it better than she did. Yeah, it's like Probably. she didn't even know the words at all. Like, like the first time she'd ever heard it. <laughs> she was just out there, peanut like butter, peanut no, butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, yeah, peanut butter, peanut yeah. butter, peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. She put no effort forth. Now let's talk about Pearl and Miss Fame. I thought Pearl was great, but now maybe because she got red too, but Miss Fame, she wasn't even trying. She didn't even move her ass at all. She was phoning it in. She was really just just kind of just being pretty and just kind of being real. She really was very stiff, but and, and she got red for being stiff, but that's what she is. Like, what do you want? Who was the one that, that surfed on top of the tray? I mean, on top of the, the cart? Well, that was in... I didn't... Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. That was, I believe... With the giant that was Trixie, that was Trixie Mattel. Yes. I, I thought she was the best. Of course. Don't no, no, no. You know what? This. I didn't even know it was her. I just said it was... Because everyone Don't was giving this. praise to the girl that was doing the scat, but her lip sync wasn't that you're dead so on either. You're so transparent. It's no. so obvious. You know, you know what? I didn't oh even know God. it was Trixie that was... It, otherwise, I, why would I have asked? Because you wanted... You're like, oh, is that who it was? Oh, I didn't even know. Whatever. I thought that she had the best lip sync of the thing. I think we can all agree the choreography and lip syncing were all over the place for Team Trixie. Oh, hell yes. They were all over the place. But now Team Ginger, they were on point. Except for Sasha Bell. They were all really, really good. They were on point in the same way that like the Barnum and Bailey elephants all walk in line together. Because, yeah, it was very much... Let's all stomp out there together. Let's all turn and stomp to the left. Let's all like put our paws up on the other person's back and raise our trunks up into the air. It was very, very. You know uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. The first group was New York to London first class, good airline. Yeah. Group number two was like <laughs> Atlanta to Dallas, like on a Southwest flight. Like this. I mean, it was really. I mean. <laughs> It was a huge difference. And when I say huge, I'm not talking about some of these fat asses. Mm-hmm. Thank God there wasn't a group number three. Because <laughs> we would have been, we would have been making <laughs> some kind of, you, yeah. You have to widen the stage, mm-hmm. reinforce it. So, but clearly you would both agree, because it comes up in Untucked. Trixie Mattel is so shocked that people think Team Ginger won. But clearly Team Ginger was the winner. Well, all right. In, in, in her defense, and not that I'm defending Trixie because, oh, whatever, but in her defense, Ginger even brought up, we couldn't really see, we were backstage, we were kind of seeing you on the monitors, but we weren't seeing. So it's like, we saw more of their performance than they saw of their opposing uh, team's performance. So just catching them in rehearsal and out of the corner of their eye, they were shocked that they had won. But it wasn't like they were sitting there watching TV at home with the produced camera versions or whatever. At best, they were watching it on a monitor backstage that had one single camera view. Right. It's not like they were watching the actual edited cut version of what we saw. But if you're going to but if you're going to give it to the two teams, the second team's was choreography wise was more. on. It was. However, my objection to the whole thing, which has nothing to do. I don't really care which team won. 
my objection to the whole thing was just like, if you're going to do a team challenge like that, then give them the same song and let them, I mean, because this was not comparing apples to oranges. This was like, here's one entire group of songs and lip syncing compared to another group of different songs and lip syncing. So and it was apples to oranges. That's what I'm saying. It was apples to oranges. It was like, at no. least let us compare apples to apples. Like, at least let us see. Because every time that we see these challenges where they do like, oh, you have to like act the scene or whatever, they'll cut it differently, but they're all basically doing the same scene, right? And we'll see the same parts of the scene. And maybe we'll see some different sections. But at least judging wise, they're judging on the same script, the same scenes, right? Now, because we're on episode two, did you have anything to add to that, Donna, by the way? Um, can I just read a bitch real quick? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, go ahead. The last show, but I got to read her again. Sasha <laughs> during the lip sync in that thirsty, nasty-ass wig and that bad pony that was a different color. Oh, God, it was so bad. It, it was just cheap. And you saw the bobby pins. It was just bad. Oh, my God. And I, I will finally give it to, to line, linebacker horse teeth. <laughs> that wig was finally big enough to distract from her mouth. All right, there you go. Linebacker in a dress. Uh, Sasha Bell, I'm going to her website right now. Do we have a phone number? I'm going to call her. Do we have a phone number for her? Let's see. Do we have a contact, I don't know. Contact well, you're, while you're looking that up. And the front pit crew boys were all big and beefy, but there's, the ones in the back were adorable. Okay. Oh, I didn't notice that. Thin and adorable. Those. I'm currently watching it on mute. You should go back mm-hmm. and watch it. The back row is so much better than the front. I love Miles Davis Moody. Do not get me wrong. Miles Davis Moody is my favorite. I, and I've seen his dick. He's great. And he has a oh, you have? Guy. Where'd you see it? A girl sent it to you. Oh, okay. Um, so let's let's get to the runway because we're coming about an hour here. Uh, the runway, you know, because there's so many contestants and this this uh, lip sync right, right, challenge. Right. Hey, took I just so want to I just want to say this right now, Joe Batanz. Yeah, this is not another one of your stupid podcasts. Do not you don't even look at the fucking talk. We're done when we're done, and we we go until we're done. Don't Plus, don't tell me oh we're going up on this. Edited, Are we okay? going up on that? Uh, it's like no, we're going until we go. Well, am, am, I, am I rushing anything with the lip sync? No, but I felt like anything. I felt like there was a really decent Alyssa Edwards invitation right there. It was like because it made no sense and it was like it was said with emphasis. We go on until we go. <laughs> so now, what was what was the runways theme? Travel eleganza, w- or no, international or jet set eleganza. Jet, jet yeah. set eleganza. So it was supposed to be them on elegant. Flying and playing, correct. Like yeah, but here's my not to go back to logo. Logo, but unless it's RuPaul's Drag Race, has no content. They have zero content. Why can't the show? Because they obviously took a big chunk of time with the lip sync. Mm-hmm. Go an extra ten minutes and let us see the looks. I mean, they rushed through those looks so fast. It was like if you turned around for a second, you missed four girls. Yeah. Right. Give us an extra hour ten. You know, give us an extra ten minutes so we can at least see the looks, um, girl. Daniel pointed this shit out, and you need to pay attention to it. The cable doesn't matter. It's all about getting in the go to the website, yeah. getting in the go. That's where they're making money. Yep. That's where World of Warcraft is making World of Warcraft. That's where World <laughs> that of is where is making their money. That is where. Because let me tell you that that linebacker in a dress, she is a tank, man. She will go out there. She will tank, <laughs> yes. and she's out there. She'll distract like, them. <sighs> I have bought individual episodes on iTunes, and I will say it's significantly better. Oh yeah, it's you, so good. I, here's the thing. Here's the, and I'm I'm going to make an admission to you guys now. I am unwilling to pay the $9.99 extra for the next step of, of digital tier package to get Logo mm-hmm. because the only thing I watch on it is RuPaul's Drag Race. So it's just mm-hmm. cheaper for me to pay $1.99 to get the, the the Amazon Prime 
episode the yeah. next day, which is in HD, which is much better than what I would get on my SD 999 package. And yeah. starting next week, I don't know if you guys have done this or not. I, uh, since I am recently single, I was checking around and it turns out there are RuPaul Drag Race viewing parties at many of the gay bars here. So I, next Monday, I'm going to go and watch it at the gay bar. I'm going to go park my little butt at the gay bar yeah. and watch it with another, with a whole group of gay men watching and see, see what that experience is like. I would love to go to that, but it's on a Monday night. Oh. So? I record a little podcast. <laughs> Girl, you should right. just quit. At the exact moment it's on. But, you know, let's go uh, the runway looks. Do you have any thoughts on those, Donna? Uh, so we start with Trixie, and she's in that weird, like, Jetsons with a plane on her head looking like... It was a, a space steward. shuttle on her head, and I loved it, it. It was a stewardess from the future, but that's where I was like, is she supposed to be a stewardess? Is she supposed to be, a, like, a passenger? I loved it. I she was know. like the she was like the poster child from the Virgin space, uh, you know, space shot uh, of the future, whatever. Like here, fly Virgin Airways. And she's got a little space shuttle up on her head. I totally got it. I totally get what she was going for there, which was that like, was the fun. whole the whole like uh, space space uh, flight attendant Barbie kind of look that she was going for there. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Max, um, I will give it to Max. I mean, Max is obviously stunning in a very classic, but it's still a very glamorous way and comes out with this hat box. It's looking all gorgeous. Who else do we have? Uh, Pearl. I, I hate the wig that she was in and her tits were just too much. <laughs> <laughs> they were. I, I, I don't know how they were painted on. Those things were just creepy to me. I was not a huge fan of Miss Fames with like in that weird cocoa colored and just kind of throwing it on. <laughs> okay the old queen this is such a read oh my god okay thank god she doesn't podcast anymore the old queen when she comes out i thought it looked just like um what's his name from foul monkeys in drag what's had, his name I, oh D waylon or bradley waylon i had to double take because i was like whoa is that wait a minute hold on i've got i i almost screenshot it because it was mm -hmm. i had a <laughs> yeah miss fame i i don't know i wasn't loving her looks red wigs but what did you guys think like was there anything that stood out for you that you loved? Because I know you obviously loved. I did. I love Trixie Mattel's look. Trixie. I love the the one with the leopard skin and the leopard skin matching uh, suitcase. Who had that? The leopard skin suitcase and suit. I like that look a lot. Um, that and was I, Vicky. Was that Vicky? I believe so. Okay. I love that look. I loved, uh, and there was one more that I liked, and I don't have them lined up in front of me right now. I can tell you this right now. The look that I absolutely hated was that whatever the fuck toga dress that ginger minge was wearing because it was just oh, like here we go i hated that one it was oh. just like that was completely just like, what the hell are you doing i also did not care for miss uh linebacker in the dress that jasmine masters i didn't care for her look at all either i'm really bad at judging these things i just look them all i'm like oh even though i did love pearl's look that's because i love pearl she's my trish trixie mattel Right Pearl now, can do no you, wrong. you two both love yes. your people, and that is kind of swaying your choices. I, I disagree. I think I... I Max. So I have my moments with Max. Here, no, wait. Here, here's here's because the, here's I hate Sasha. I read Sasha to film. Oh, no, Sasha was horrible. All right, but here's the distinction. Here's the distinction, and this is an important distinction to recognize. I like Trixie Mattel because of her performance on the stage, not because she's a this. cute boy. This is... 
This is embarrassing. Daniel. Joe Batanz do likes this. like no because you know what if I was going for the cute boy I would be going for uh, Chachki or for uh, Max because I find them both really attractive, much more attractive than Trixie as a boy. I yes, like because Trixie's, we said young Brian Singer. I like Trixie's character. I really do. I love the Jetsons look. I love that futuristic look. And one of the things that I hated the most about this episode, not this episode, but on the Untucked after this, was in Ginger Minge tried to like read her and tried to read Trixie like, well, this makes much more sense in first class than let's say something like Trixie's wearing. And then Trixie like explains to her what her costume is. And she's like, well, yeah, I knew that, but I was just making a point. It's like, girl, you didn't know that. You're a stupid bully is what you are. You're just a stupid bully. Go away. Be gone. Be gone. Daniel, I feel you're really talking to somebody else, but I'm not going to say. Anyway, the point is this, is... Uh, I, I'm giving Trixie a little bit of a pass because I feel like you could hear it. She was slurring her words. She was a little tipsy. Kind of like I am now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I was, you could hear she's like, oh, I'm telling you, you're wearing that stewardess outfit. Like, I was like, oh, this bitch is three <laughs> sheets to the wind. So that's why she kind of gets a pass. I, I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Ginger Minge, but that dress was kind of bad and it wasn't jet set or whatever. But, um, but I, I mean, I think she deserved the win, and I, I, I think she was. I think, I think she's trying to make good television. All right, here's, I'll be with here's, you. Here, here's the other thing that really bothers me about Ginger Minj. And you guys, just sure. objectively, let's think about this. We saw her twice on the runway last week in episode one. We saw her in the fall and the spring look. Both of them were just forgettable and horrible. We saw her on the runway last week with her nude thing, which was she wore the same nude outfit that everyone else wore. We saw her on her on the runway this week wearing a tacky ass uh, dress when everyone else was doing. My fear is, and we say this on and the, we they say this on Project Runway all the time, is her taste level. I don't think she has the taste level. It's like I I'm concerned that for the rest of the time that she is on this show, we're just going to see. Shitty outfit after shitty outfit after shitty outfit. It's basically like just like these are just busted ass dresses that you've thrown on that just don't are not working. Here's the problem. They're busted, but they're safe. I think that she is going to ride the safe train as long as she can. I bet you she has a couple of kicking outfits. Like I have to imagine she has one or two great outfits. I guarantee she has a lot of shit and she's going to coast on safe until she gets to the end. And then suddenly it's like, bam, great outfit. I, I, I don't know. I get that impression yeah. from her. I agree with Donna. All right. Because it, it, and where we saw it happen was with uh, the Tyra that won season two. She coasted her way through it and then suddenly at the end, bam, white gown. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. And then she took it. There, Daniel. There you I'm go. Just, I'm just saying uh, that is my fear. I'm not saying it's true or not. I'm just saying that that is my fear is that she's just okay. going to bring us busted ass dre- look after busted ass look week after so week. So we had some some bores. I mean, obviously Candy Ho, uh, this was coach. This was not. Girl, you're back in steerage. This is not eleganza. I mean, this is a summer dress, a big summer hat, and your dark ass eyes. Girl, too much eyeliner. I, and girl, I girl. So come on, a wicker hat. It's just oh, it's too much. So all this aside, we get to the bottom two, and yeah. they go to lip sync. Yeah. Yes. I have to say that this is one of the best lip syncs I think I've seen in a long, a long now, time. Now, oh, keep, really? it, keep in mind that they are lip syncing an Olivia Newton-John song in front of Olivia Newton-John. Who, by the way, is watching them like, fuck yeah, I nailed this song. 
<laughs> I nailed this. Her this Botox, her Botox riddled face showed no emotion whatsoever. She, yeah. She's just like, uh, she's like biting her lower lip and she's like, are you guys hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> this whoever, I don't know who this singer is, but she, man, she's good. <laughs> but obviously, well, and what's funny is, is you hate her, but who won episode two? Person that you hated the most. Oh yeah, Ginger Minj. Ginger Minj was the winner. Won. You get to the bottom two. You've got Katya and you've got Sasha Bell singing, and the song was "Twist of Fate" by Olivia Newton-John. I will tell you right now, Katya pulled it the fuck out. The jump split. I'm like, okay, you lost me. You lost me a little bit with the yeah. jump split. But that slow motion split when she was still feeling herself and giving a face performance. That was like, cool. Oh, you got me back. No, you no, got no. me back. Now, you know, do you know the exact I moment? I agree with Donna on that one. I'm going to tell you right now the exact moment that Katia won it was when it was in the voiceover afterward, which I, I pounded my vagina into the stage until it shook. It was just like, that is the greatest line that I've heard. Um, let's be honest. Katia won it when she was up against Sasha Bell. Well, before that's the true. song even started. <laughs> that's true. Actually, Katia won it when she brushed her wig earlier in the evening before she even shot yes, up on stage. Because right? exactly. you, you saw Sasha Bell. I think Sasha Bell was starting to do her performance and when she realized that that Katya was just gonna pull it out and she was gonna give you floor, she was gonna give you everything. You know it's like Sasha then suddenly started lying on the ground trying to do ground performance and I'm like, girl, <laughs> what the you you don't know what you're doing. You really don't. It's like I, 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 frankly, if she had tripped and decided to do the rest of the lipstick like as a mermaid routine. I would have at least respected her because it's like, okay, bitch, you're in heels, you can't get back up. But she was like up and down and up and down. It was just bad. You know, one of the things that they didn't point this out in the show and they didn't make a big deal about it in the show, but did you see that Sasha's boob pop out? Yes. She was like the entire time she was like sitting there and like for at least at least a good twenty seconds of screen time she had her yeah. boob tangled up in her hair yes. uh, beneath her and then like you know suddenly it was gone suddenly it was gone and back yeah, and, yeah it was, they uh, let her fix it but like uh, right. so, they showed her fixing that's it that's never happened to me so again I'm we're sure down we're boobs. now we're now down to fourteen girls before the elimination and I got to ask you again. What do we think of the judges? I know Ross Matthews wasn't there this week, so we really can only kind of like see what is our feeling exactly on Car- Carson Cressley at this point. I'm liking him so far. At least he has more quips than uh, Santino, but it makes it more competitive for the other judges to talk. Okay. I was distracted by how hideous his suit was. <laughs> it was pretty bad. That powder blue, it was just so ugly. It just but, made I mean, me, it made me, it reminded me why I hated Queer Eye for the Straight Guy at that moment. It was just yeah. like, oh, that's right. That's why, oh, that's why I hated that show. I did like Kai, though. I wanted to have sex with him. Right. Well, that's, I was sitting there going, Kai wasn't on this show, but then I'm like, oh, that's right. No, you know, the reason here, I'm, I'm sorry, this is a total aside. The The point that the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy jumped the shark was by making some skinny bitch their food experts. Like, there are so many fat queens out there that actually know something about food. Why did you give us this guy that like gave us a, a recipe for a martini that basically was half gin, half vermouth? Nobody fucking drinks half gin, half vermouth. What the fuck? Who are you? Go away. No, girl, at least he was more useful than Jay. That's true. Jay would, they would be like, oh, and then Jay's going to teach you how to like go to a masturbate. concert. Jay's going to teach yeah. you how to masturbate. It'll be fun. Jay's going to teach you how to open a door. Because like, Ted would be like, I'm going to teach you to cook this meal. And, and you know, Kai would like I'm cut sorry, his hair. Every time you guys talk yes. about it, I, I just keep going to South Park like, yeah. crap people. It's <laughs> so horrible. It's so horrible. Because all Kai would say is like, oh, you better start from the back. Start from the back. You better put it in the back. Put it in the back. Put it in the back. He's like, girl, you just like oh, a big really? old, you're a big old bottom. Because remember, every time he wanted people to like put product in their hair, you always had to start from the back. 
is like the thing we- that frustrated me that was when um the person would shave in a different yes! direction yes. <gasps> oh. they, i they always would act shave like the, person- the same way i always shave against the grain because that's yeah. how you fucking get the hairs to shave off <laughs> every time they get fucking they go ape shit they would act like the always person was like cutting his own throat all right, They'd be like, fine. <gasps> We have all right. We have devolved into nothingness. You know what? Oh, By the way, yeah. this uh, we have now found a home. We are RuPaul's Drag Race Recap or Pride48.com slash RDRR. Or if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at RDRR at Pride48.com. No, we're not a bunch of pirates. It's RDRR at Pride48.com. At the end of the show? No, I'm just saying. I'm just giving them oh. that. I'm trying to pull us back from the whole queer eye from the straight guy thing. Now, Joe Batanz, okay, wrap so up the show. Or John and Sugar. Sync ed, the lip sync ended, and Sasha Bell went home. So, pack up your ba- your wigs, put them in your plastic bags. Your I'm sure some Ziploc bags, and she. Yeah. What we're trying to say Fly is next week. Home. Next week, John and Sugars will not have Sasha Bell to pick on. Any predictions for next week, Daniel Brewer? My Who, prediction, gonna... yeah, my prediction next week is it's going to be one of these middle of the pack people. I think. You know, Worlds of Wonder doesn't pull their punches as far as like editing goes. I think any of the big characters that we see edited now as big characters, let's talk about Ginger Minge or or Pearl or Tchotchke or Trixie Mattel. Any of these people that get a lot of airtime at this point in time, even linebacker in a dress is getting a lot of airtime at this point. I don't think we're going to lose any of those because I think they're trying yeah. to build those up as like, here's the people that you know, as contrasted, like, let's say Kennedy, which I haven't heard word one from Kennedy. Like what, you know, you see her on stage, you see her like show up in a voiceover. And you're like, wait, who's she? Who's she? I don't, I don't even know who she is anymore. It's like, I think, I think, I, I, well, Kennedy is gone. There's no way she's going to make it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, frankly, uh, Jaden Dior fierce is not going to make it. It's just a matter of time before they just. And, I mean, it's just and, Kasha well, Davis. Yeah, I, I think uh, a lot Candy, of these. Yeah. Candy Ho. Yep. I mean, Can, I'm saying Candy Ho goes next. Oh yeah, we That's didn't it. even see Candy. We didn't even hear a no. word out of Candy no. Ho this week. Uh, Kennedy no. Davenport gone. Uh, Candy Ho gone. I think uh, Max so, is in danger. Because we, we really should have done this last show. Let's go, each of us, top three, final three. Oh really? Top three. Final give three. Us the top three. Joe Batanz, final give three. Give us your top three. My top three, wow. I think it's going to be Ginger Minge, believe it or not. I think it's going to be, I'm not saying she deserves it, but just the way they're building her up. I mean, Ginger Minge, Violet Beauregard, or whatever her name who? is. Who? Wait, Violet Beauregard? I don't even yeah. know who Chotsky. that is. A cho- Violet Chachki. Violet Chachki. <laughs> and Ginger Minge, Violet Chachki, and Trixie Mattel. All right, I think the top three at this point in time. Trixie Mattel. Uh, th- I mean, not at this point. This is who I think will be the top three. Tr- Trixie Mattel, uh, Violet Tchotchke, and Pearl. I think those are our top three. Oh, I no. Pearl's those- gone. Like She's going to be down to the final six, but then she's gone. She's too boring. Something's going gonna, something's gonna to happen this, this is This is your choice. This is your top three. I, and that's why I'm throwing, I'm throwing out. I, I'm going to say Trixie Mattel. I'm going to say Max. And I'm going to say Ginger Minj. Okay. I, I think I think Ginger Minge is the Bendela crown. I think he's going to be gone fourth or fifth at best. I mean, I, I, I hopefully six, but I, I think you know fourth or fifth at best. Unfortunately, I think that Max is going to be one of those people that's going to disappear, and then I'm going to be really sad about it. Yeah, but I really hope. Yeah, I, I think I, I think Max is like the detox, him. right? Max is going to be gone early, but we will remember him. I, I Does Ginger Minge have a Patreon that she's pushing? <laughs> 
probably. I think you can go to her website and uh, shop on Amazon right there from like from her website. I, uh, I did not. I am not even going there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is going to kill mm-hmm. you both. All right. Uh, fine. If you would like to contact us, rdrr at pride48.com. That is where we want to go. By the way, if you want to see, Ginger Minj doesn't even have a fucking web page because that's how much of a Luddite she is. You can like uh, see her Facebook page. I bet she has page. a MySpace. Yeah, you can see her Facebook page or you can uh, see her Instagram, which is at Ginger Minge. That's great. All right. Well, why don't I just take us out of the show? Uh, Donna Sugar, thank you very much for joining us. Daniel Brewer, thank you much. I guess we'll see you guys next week on the main stage. I don't know what this clothes that will be here at RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Thanks. Sashay away. Yeah. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs>